Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Thursday, April 7th. Canada's federal budget will be revealed today. It's reported that Christia Freeland will announce a ban on most foreign home buyers to try to ease red-hot prices. According to Bloomberg, unnamed sources say that the finance minister will stop home purchase by foreign buyers for two years, with exceptions for students, foreign workers or foreign citizens who are permanent residents of Canada. The aim is to take some of the competition out of the market. There'll also be new commitments to affordable housing and measures to speed up construction. Canadian wealth generation remains an uneven playing field, according to Statistics Canada data. The agency released two reports Wednesday that highlight inequality across income bands and generations, based on the latest available data. Firstly, an analysis of figures for the fourth quarter of 2021 revealed that less wealthy households, those in the bottom two quintiles, saw their net worth rise at a faster pace than wealthier cohorts on average. However, major income earners under 35 saw their net worth decline for the first time since the pandemic began. Fewer younger Canadians bought homes and focused their attention on reducing debt by 2.8% more than any other group, while reducing the value of their non-pension financial assets, including cash savings and mutual funds, by 3.3%. The second report from Statistics Canada shows that households' disposable income grew at a slower pace for lower-income households than those with higher incomes in 2021. Government support measures pushed lower-income earners' disposable income to an average $33,000 in 2020, with the highest earners recording disposable income of $169,300. These were increases year-over-year of 29% and 3% respectively. However, in 2021, higher-income households saw average disposable income rise 5% to $178,100, while the gain for the lowest quintile was 3% to $34,000. Canada's entrepreneurs have been forced to draw on every bit of their business acumen so far this decade, but how are they shaping up? New research released today by RBC Ventures company owner shows that the next big challenge for around two-thirds of respondents is recovering or growing their business. Inflation and economic uncertainty is the most pressing concern for three in ten respondents, while 40% are most worried about cash flow. With the cost of living and doing business rising fast, nearly half of business owners said they've already increased their prices, with almost one-third doing so by at least 10%. But the full impact of inflation appears to have not hit 37% of owners yet, but they expect costs to rise incrementally during this year. Among other concerns of Canadian entrepreneurs are those around tax season, with around 3 in 10 fearful of the total tax burden, and a similar share citing providing proper records or paperwork. Almost 30% are confused about the deductions they're eligible to claim. Younger Canadians are more likely than any other group, even boomers, to evaluate their financial objectives and plans on a consistent basis. That's according to new research from BMO. In its most recent annual investment survey, 62% of Gen Zs, that's 18 to 25-year-olds, and 54% of millennials, aged 26 to 41, said they assess their goals at least quarterly, with 41% of Gen Z and 29% of millennials reviewing their goals monthly. In contrast, 36%, or just over one-third of boomers examine their financial goals at least once a quarter. Nearly half of Gen Z and millennials seek professional financial advice. 47% of Gen Z and 32% of millennials work with an advisor because a friend or family member recommended them. A third of Gen Z and 22% of millennials use financial influencers and social media to make investing decisions. In comparison, only 7% of Canadians over the age of 55 rely on these sources. Among younger Canadians with predominantly cash savings, half of Gen Z and nearly two 
two-fifths of millennials say the key reason is that they don't know how to invest. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus an AGF portfolio manager shares why the Canadian stock market story isn't just about resources. Alfred Lee of BMO Global Asset Management lays out factors that are making Japan more appealing to institutional investors. And does COVID-era household data debunk the case for wealth taxes? For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.